Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Versatility Podcast. For today's episode, I'm going to be making my week nine picks for the NFL season. Um, and we're going to be going over also game three and game four of the World Series. And obviously game five right now is uh, is right now in the third inning. I'm literally watching the Eagles taking on the Texans Thursday night football. And we got the World Series game five. But let's talk about baseball first. Let's talk about game three and game four. So game three, Philly. What can I say about Philly in game three, which was on Tuesday, November first? Um, they won seven nothing. They hit five home runs, including Bryce Harper in the first inning, Alec Bohm and Brandon Marsh hitting two home runs, um, well back to back home runs in the second inning, and then Kyle Schwarber hitting a two run shot in the fifth, and then Reese Hoskins. Uh, so Hoskins has six home runs in the postseason. Schwarber has four, Brandon Marsh has two, Alec Bohm has one home run, and then Bryce Harper hits his sixth home run of the season, um, of the postseason, of course. And yeah, five home runs in the first five innings of the game. Um, yeah, Lance McCullers allowed five home runs in game three. And uh, well, of course, the Astros couldn't get nothing offensively going. But that didn't age well because then yesterday happened and that was a fucking disaster because the Astros decided, hey, we got shut out. We're going to shut them out the very next day. And that's exactly what they did. And they not necessarily just shut us out. They no hit us. Um, so, yes, the Astros won five to nothing. They were the second team to throw a no hitter in the World Series of all time um, to combine a uh, combined no hitter. Obviously, it was the starting pitcher with, of course, Christian Javier, who pitched six innings, didn't allow a single hit, run, just had uh, no walks, or actually allowed one walk, and then eventually the bullpen came in and closed out the other three innings. Um, so, yeah, the Phillies went from hitting five home runs on Tuesday, and then yesterday they did not get on base at all via a hit or a single or whatever, just by a walk or two walks, actually throughout the entire game. So yeah, that's the World Series for you. I have no idea where it's this is going to go for Game 5 tonight. <sighs> Philly, y'all have to win this game. Um, the series is tied 2-2. This is the last game in Philly of the series. You can win this game, but then you have to win in Houston, you know, in Game 6 or Game 7. So you got you to gotta figure out offensively, there, there needs to be a click and changes here. Now, Verlander is pitching Game 5, and we know game uh, Verlander in the World Series is historically terrible. But obviously, other than that, Verlander is just a fucking beast. So hopefully, he continues his woes in the World Series so we can get an advantage here. But we can only pray so much for his downfall. I We still need to play better, man. Um, defensively, we've been kind of whacked these last couple games. Um, and our, our home run power, we've been going crazy. Yesterday was just not the day. We move on. It's a new game today. Game four was a mess, but it's game five tonight. The Phillies, the Philly fans are out there, you know, cheering on, and the crowd over there is electrifying. So clearly if the Phillies need that to get the momentum, keep going. So they can go to Houston with the 3-2 lead because we do not want to be down 3-2 just to go back to Houston in game six to play on, what, Friday or no, Saturday? It would not be the best scenario for the Phillies. And then winning two games um, in Houston, it's pretty unlikely. Um, so let's just get a win tonight so we can hopefully get that game six in Houston on Saturday. And then that's it. It's a wrap. 
we fuck over this Houston Astros team and their chance of a title is for next season. Okay? We want to be we want the Astros to be 0 and 3 against NL East teams in the World Series with the Braves last year beating them and the Natties, the Nationals beating them in 2019. So can we be the third team? Yes, let's 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 finish the job tonight. Um or not finish the job, but let's let's continue this. Um so right now we're in the bottom of the third inning. Um, and it's tied 1-1. So we still got much going. Um Y'all y'all better not disappoint me tonight. If y'all lose tonight, it's 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 like a 95% chance that it's it's officially a wrap. I really I don't really have a lot of if if the Phillies don't win tonight, I think it's the series is pretty much done. I don't see the Houston the Houston Astros losing two games especially at home. If we lose this one. So, Philly take everything because this game is fucking important. So, do not take it with a grain of salt. So, Please do your fucking job. Um, but that's that. World Series tied up at two. Game five right now. Game six will be on you know, on Saturday in Houston. And game seven, if necessary, will be on Sunday. Now let's talk about football. Let's talk about Thursday Night Football, which is also being broadcasted now on Amazon. Um, the Eagles have not started off the game very well. Um, they're tied with the Texans, 7-7 at the moment, entering the second quarter. Jalen Hurts just uh, forced a turnover, fumbled the football, and uh, yeah, the Texans have the ball. But um, oh wait, yeah, yeah, they have the ball. Yeah, they have they have the ball. But let's see if we can get the turn, uh, get a turnover or something. But um, other than that, we should be chilling. It's the Texans. I I shouldn't be worried, right? It's the Texans. They suck. Why would I? Why would I be worried about the damn Texans? Come on now. All right, but anyways, let's just let me make my picks here. Okay, so um, Thursday night football again: Eagles, Texans. Y'all know who I'm going for. Nothing, nothing really much to explain here. It's the Eagles. Not much going for them. I'm kidding. It's the Eagles. They're the only undefeated team in the NFL. They're seven and zero. They're about to be eight and zero after tonight. The Texans are poverty. There's not much going for the Texans. The Eagles are a Super Bowl contending team. Eagles, if y'all lose this game, just the NFL doesn't make any sense. So take the W here. It just it just is absolutely necessary. We have full control right now of the NL of the NL of the NFC East at the moment. But the Cowboys are right behind us. So we gotta keep getting wins here. Um yes, the Cowboys have two losses. Well, we haven't lost a game yet, but uh we don't want to lose to the damn Texans, right? So just Let's just keep that on check. All right. Um, now let's talk about the Sunday games. Let's start off with the Minnesota Vikings with the Washington Commanders. I'm looking at it on my phone, actually, because I'm watching the game, the, the World Series game on my tablet and then the thing on my computer. Um, or not my computer, on my, on my TV. So I'm using my phone just to get all the information for today's episode. But um, let's start off with today's, on the first game on Sunday, 1 p.m. games. Jesus, it's hot as shit in here. Um, where is it? There it is. Okay. Let's start off with the Vikings and the Commanders. So the Vikings are six and one, and the Commanders are four and four. Um, the Commanders coming off of a win against the Colts last week, while the Vikings got a big win against the Cardinals last week. Um, so yeah, both teams coming off a win last week. 
the Vikings have been getting wins. They have been getting wins, and they've actually been playing some pretty good football this year. They've been showing out. You know, they've been playing pretty good. So can't lie to them. It's been it's been solid season for them at the moment. Um, however, the Commanders have been kind of iffy um, this season, but now they're on a winning streak. They're actually on a three-game winning streak. They beat, um, they beat the Packers, they beat the Colts, um, and they beat the Bears before oh, those two matchups against them. So, yeah, the Commanders are on a pretty good roll at the moment. Um, they could keep it going. And to be honest with you, I know this is an upset here, but I'm going to take the Commanders. The Vikings offense has been showing out and have been balling. And even without Justin Jefferson been putting out crazy numbers, the run game has been pretty good and their offense have been clicking. And their defense also has stepped up very much in very well scenarios. And also a big thing is that they're closing out games. This was a big problem a couple years, a couple seasons ago where they were just in so many games where they could have won one possession games, kind of like the Chargers and the Browns, many one point possession games. Uh, you know, many times that they could have turned over, got something going, and they could have easily won those games if it really went around for if they had one more drive to get a chance to score. Excuses, excuses. They just basically could out close out games. Now they've been doing it, and their only loss was against that Eagles team that was just murdering them on Monday Night Football. That was what was that back in September? That was like the second game of the of the year for them. So. Clearly, you know, they've changed. They've became a better team. They've been improving. And I don't think right now the Commanders are going to stop. But I do think the Commanders could put a, a, a hold to that. Um, I think the Vikings are still going to be the top dogs in the NFC North at the moment because the Packers are slacking. The Lions are poverty. Um, and the Bears are, are they're, you know what, they're, not, they're mid at the moment. The Bears are actually mid and not trash. But... Yeah, the Vikings should take this one, but I'm going to give it to the Commanders for the upset. So give me give me all you want to say, but you know what? I'm going to take the Commanders here on this one. Just, uh, I just got a feeling. I just got a feeling it's probably going to happen. So let me, let me take it. All right, next we got, let's talk about the Chargers and the Falcons. So the Falcons are 4-4, four and four, while the Chargers are 4-3. and three. Um, Chargers, man, got a bye week. Um, so last week they were getting able to enjoy, but they have been pretty inconsistent this year. Justin Herbert hasn't been playing fantastic football. The defense has been kind of disappointing. O-line's a little bit of a mess. The Falcons, however, have looked pretty good. They've been in many close games this year and have competed in pretty much every game that they've played so far. And they show fight. And last week against the Panthers, which was a shootout, um, you know, multiple times we can blame DJ Bohr on that penalty, on the un, unsportsmanlike conduct penalty, on Pinheiro missing those two kicks that could have obviously ended in overtime or could have never prevented them from going to overtime if he would have just hit the field goal or if he would have just made the extra kick. To not force overtime. So, yes, of course, the Panthers were getting in their own way. And they shot themselves in the foot. Which basically didn't allow Atlanta. Um, or just didn't allow Carolina to get the W out of Atlanta. But, even with that being said, Marcus Mariota has not been looking terrible. And with the offense clicking, they could still push a lot of people's buttons here. They could push a lot of teams' buttons here. And the Chargers are definitely one of those teams that could push... Chargers have not looked anything too special. They're definitely not a team that 
right now, you would really be fearful. They should be a lot better than what they have been playing so far. Because with Justin Herbert, he is he is that guy. But he hasn't been playing with that guy. And also, he has a thumb injury, so I'll give him some uh, credibility. He's still been fighting through the pain and been playing. So props to him for keep going out there on the field and still playing with that injury. But Cully hasn't been the best performance with the defense as well on top of that. Yeah, so there's there's much to be desired with the um with the Chargers at the moment. However, the Falcons, they could figure out a plan on how to charge the Chargers. So, give me the Falcons here. They should take the cake here. Let's see what they could do. They're at playing at home, so it shouldn't be too much of a big deal. You know, they they're pretty, they're typically a decent team when they play at home historically wise. Not all the time obviously, but you know they've been able to put they've been able to put up good games here. So let's see if the Atlanta Falcons could actually take the W against the Chargers this Sunday. All right, next we got the Carolina Panthers going up against the Cincinnati Bengals. So the Panthers are two and six, coming off of an L to the Falcons, and then the Bengals coming off of an embarrassing loss to the Browns on Monday Night Football. I mean. Yeah, uh, what the hell was that for the Bengals? Um, their defense did not look great. Offense did not look good until the fourth quarter. Jamar Chase was out, but even with Jamar Chase out, not really too much of an excuse for the offense to just pretty much go nowhere in three quarters of the game and to be completely shut out. Joe Burrow has been lights out until this game pretty much happened. Um, it looks like he was going back to week one and week two of this season pretty much just playing terrible football and then eventually having a great um, three-game winning streak and then coming back to Cincinnati and lose, like they're not in Cincinnati, to go to Cleveland and then lose to, to the Browns. Now, I didn't actually know this, but the Browns pretty much owned the Bengals these past couple years. Um, Joe Burrow has still not won a game against the Browns, and he plays them twice a year. Um, every season. So that's kind of interesting. I kind of I, I did not know that the Bengals... Just cannot get a grip on the Browns. So that was just another situation where the Browns are just their daddy. And it was on Halloween night. So they just had to make it a little bit more special for themselves. Um, however, against the Panthers, they should definitely take the cake here. But I'm not going to say it's going to be an easy one. I mean, 94% of people are picking the Bengals. However, I think that's a little too much for me because... The Panthers, these last two games, I mean, they beat the Buccaneers and they destroyed them. And they put up a fight against the Falcons. Of course, they shot themselves in the foot in overtime and then pretty much after the touchdown catch by DJ Moore and that dime from PJ Walker. But before that, they were shooting it out. Their run game with Chubba Hubbard and Deontay Foreman uh, have been great. And their defense has been stepping up as well. So the Panthers couldn't make this an interesting game, but I still got the Bengals. So nothing much to worry about. But we'll see what the Bengals can do here. All right, next game, we got the Green Bay Packers and the Detroit Lions. So the Lions are 1-6 Poverty Poverty franchise. And the Panthers, Panthers, the Packers, excuse me, are 3-5. and five. So Lions coming off of a interesting loss, though, to the Miami Dolphins, but a pretty close game. Um, a little too close for comfort for the Dolphins. Um, and the Packers coming off of a not embarrassing, but still should have played a little bit better, but definitely was a big step up from their other previous games on how they played. 
against the Bills on Sunday Night Football. Packers, those games against the Giants and the Jets and the Commanders, those should have been bounced back games. Those should have been games where they should have won. This is the game, however, where they actually played a lot better than expected against the one of the best teams in the NFL. The best team in the AFC, if not the best team in the NFL, in the Buffalo Bills. So, clearly they put up enough of a fight to only lose by 10 points. With Aaron Rodgers still playing consistently um, in this game, he played pretty good. The receivers are kind of getting a rhythm now, hopefully, maybe, maybe we'll see. Um, Romeo Dobbs had some incredible catches. Christian Watson still been pretty much a non-factor. Al Lazard did not play in this game. Their defense has to step up. Jair Alexander is getting owned out there by Stephon Diggs, by by Terry McLaurin. So, yeah, he, he, he needs to kind of find a grip there as well because their defense has also not been working out very well. Um, so, yeah, the Packers, somehow they... They are definitely the favorites to win this matchup here against the Lions because the Lions are just trash. But y'all, y'all nettered, y'all need to pray to God y'all can get a win against the Lions here because y'all own them. But it's not going to be the typical Aaron Rodgers is going to destroy them type of game. Maybe the Lions could actually put up a damn effort and put up a damn fight against the damn Packers at home, kind of like what they did against the Dolphins last week. We were down by 14 nothing at some point. We came back because we forgot, oh, right, we have we have fucking Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Let those guys run. Just Tua, throw that fucking football and let them work their magic because that's exactly how we were able to get that win. Because with without those two guys, my fucking God, it could have been even more of a mess. And our run game was non-existent, hence why our passing game was just all over the place. So... The Lions put up a fight against the damn Dolphins. So against the Packers, if they're able to put up a fight against the Packers, it could be a lot more challenging than the Packers expect. However, give me the Packers to win this game because they because they need to. Simple enough. They need they need to get a rhythm, man. They're on a three game no four game losing streak. They're on a four game losing streak, losing to the Giants, then the Jets, then the Commies, then the Bills. So. It cannot be the Lions there. Like, the, the Packers fans will hit true depression if they lose to the damn Lions. It will really be rock bottom if they actually lose against the damn Lions. So, you know, this isn't a, a Week 18 game, Week 17 game where Aaron Rodgers is out and whatever they could afford losing a game so they can just get some rest for their players and get ready for the postseason. No, this is a midseason matchup against the Lions. They need to get something going. Are you fucking serious? Oh my God! Jeremy Pena just hit a home run. It is two to one Astros. Oh my fucking God! Great. Noah Syndergaard has allowed two runs, forty-four pitches. Um, that was the first pitch of the fourth inning. Um. <sighs> whatever, man. Um, there's still much, much of the game left to go. But back to football. I swear to God, Phillies, if you don't fucking win, I swear to God. <sighs> there better be pandemonium in fucking Philly tonight, because if there isn't, just true depression will hit for me and for every Philadelphia fan in general, because Jesus, man. Anyways, um, yeah, back to the Packers-Lions game. Packers should win that game. They need to. They need to find a way to get back into the mix of things for the playoffs. 
Vikings are right now taking that division by a chokehold. So wild card spot is definitely in their best position at the moment. But right now they're not even a 500 team. So playoffs, let's just take it easy. But we're entering the middle of the season now. This is week nine, guys. This is literally mid-fucking season. So they need to get things together, guys. They need to get they need to get eight. They, what the fuck am I saying? Eight games in. They need to get it together because, well, you know, the playoffs. Anyways, next we got the Colts taking on the New England Patriots. So we got the Patriots. They're four and four, and we got the Colts, uh, three, four, and one. Now the Colts they were able to take the L. To the Commanders last week, while the Patriots were just whooping the Jets' ass last week. Not whooping their ass. It was it was a really weird, shitty game overall. But the Patriots were able to get a, a W against the Jets last week. Um, yeah, the Jets don't know how to play football. At least specifically Zach Wilson. He just played really bad. Um, just god-awful. Um, and the Patriots were able to take over and defeat the Jets. However, the Colts had a pretty good game wise uh defensively against the commanders but offensively they were struggling man J jt has not had a great year he hasn't been that fantastic this year hasn't really showing out so much um their offense was kind of clicking at some point but then it just it just kind of it just kind of went downhill after the commanders started getting back in the game and eventually took the lead and took over the game um, and look, it to be fair, Sam Ellinger, Sam Hellinger, Ellinger, right? That's his, that's his name. Um, that was his first career start. Now this is going to be his second career start against the Patriots in New England. So yeah, um, rookie quarterbacks don't have a good reputation playing against their first game against the Patriots because you're facing against Bill Belichick, and they're going to be playing in New England. So just because of that, give me the Patriots here. Sam Ellinger, Sam Ellen, Ellinger, that's how you say it. You're going to get your win at some point, but you're going to take those two L's first, buddy. Just just not that. You don't have the best squad around you defensively as well. We'll see what the Pages can do. But even with Mac Jones, they're still good enough to beat this Colts team. They've been kind of depleted. So, yeah, give me the Patriots here. Not much to be said. All right, next we got the Miami Dolphins taking on the Chicago Bears. So we got the Dolphins 5-3, and three, and we got the Bears 3-5. and five. So literally quite opposite teams right here. So, yeah, the Dolphins looking bright right now, taking a W against the Lions last week. It was a close one, close and unexpected, but we did get the W here. And the Bears putting up a decent fight against the Cowboys last week, losing by 20, but they scored 29 points. So that's that's pretty much a good start right there. Um, the Bears, not much to be said. The offense, it's really just much of that run game that's really carrying them. Darnell Mooney making some good plays from there and there. Justin Fields is still a good quarterback. He's been trying his best. Just he has no fucking weapons. But Khalil Herbert and the run game... Um, I forgot the other, uh, what's another game? Uh, Montgomery, the other running back for the Bears have also been very serviceable. They've been able to play very well. And their running game is easily their best um, their best aspect um, as a team. So the run game has been clicking. Receiving core has been mid. 
defense has been, my fucking God, have been terrible, uh, especially against the Cowboys game, allowing 49 points. The uh, Cowboys offense was just clicking back and forth. Uh, while the Dolphins, our offense are looking pretty good, and our defense is getting a little bit better, but our defense definitely needs to needs to switch it up a little bit because our defense has also not been looking fantastic overall. We still got injuries, but we need to get, we still need to find a way we can get improved better because, yeah, we can't really keep this up. The offense can get as much going, but we need the defense to step up as well. Um, but even with that, I think the Dolphins should still take the win here. We're just a better team, and offensively, we'll just kill the Bears. So let me take the Dolphins here. Thank you very fucking much. All right. Next, we got the Buffalo Bills taking on the New York Jets. Just give me the fucking Bills. I don't care. The Bills are 6-1. and one. Jets are 5-3. and three. Yes, the Jets are 5-3. and three. Oh, they're just one less one less win than the, the Bills. The Jets are far, far from where the Bills are at. Um, the Jets have been playing good because of Brees Hall. And now that he is gone... The offense is going to sting a little bit less because it's just not as potent without Brees Hall in the mix of things. He was having a crazy season. And Zach Wilson, he's been pretty bad, honestly. He has not really shown much improvement from last year. That game just did not help him at all. So clearly, what the fuck? The Texans tie this game 14 to 14. Oh no. What is going on, guys? What the hell is going on now? Oh my god. I mean, this is the first half. This is the first half. Not, you know. The, the, I will not go to sleep tonight. You know what, Matt? If both Philly, if either Philly teams lose tonight, Thank God Drake is dropping because that will be the only thing that will cure my depression if either team loses tonight. It's just no exception. Especially the Eagles, bro. They need to win this fucking game. Like, it, it, come on now. Come on. It's, it, come on now. Come on now. I know it's the NFL. It doesn't really make sense. You know, upsets happen often, way often than expected. But come on now. Come on now. Let's not lose our first game to the damn Texans, please. Ooh, that was a good block, though. Good block, good throw. That was a great catch from who was that? Uh, he was in. He was in bounds. Yeah, they caught that. He caught that in bounds number fifteen. Um, Andre, he was in bounds. He had both feet in bounds, but did he have the ball kind of forward out? Incomplete pass. They're reviewing it though. I think it was still. A, I think it's a touchdown. Is a touchdown, and I I like their I like the color of their helmets, bro. I'm gonna be honest with you, the the red, the bright red, the color combination looks fire as fuck. So yeah, they're they're currently reviewing it if it's an incomplete pass or if it's a touchdown. I think it's a touchdown though. I think they tied this game, or at least put up six points because we don't know if they make the if they make the extra point, but we'll see. Um, yeah, back to the Jets Bills game. The Bills are just five million times better than the Jets. I had them losing to the Packers just because the NFL doesn't make sense. But clearly, you know, the NFL does still have some common sense to it. So, yeah, the Bills were still able to win this game. And they should still be able to annihilate the Jets. So, yeah, give me the, the Bills to win this one. 
Alright, they're still reviewing this shit. Alright, let's get to the next game. Next, we got the shit bowl between the Raiders going up against the Jaguars. This is a very stinky-ass game. Jaguars are 2-6, and six, while the Raiders are 2-5. and five. Both teams suck. Their head coach, both very, very questionable. Uh, more specifically, McDaniels. 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 That should be the better place for you to coach. But it's a touchdown. Shit. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Call the car was reversed. It's a touchdown. So they put up six on the board. Let's see if they tie the game at fourteen. I mean, look. This is the second quarter. Whatever. Thirty-seven seconds left. We'll see the second half. But um, we're we're all pretty much tied with. With the Texans first half of the of the game. Miss it, miss it, miss it, miss it, miss it, miss it. White left, white oh shit. Okay, he made it. Alright, it's 14-14. It's 14-14. Um, and this Phillies Astros game, yeah, the Astros are still up two to one in the fourth inning. Two outs. That's a strike right there, right in the middle. Okay, sorry. I'm like just just too too much going on right now, on my phone, on my computer, on the fucking screen, TV. Like Jesus, so much going on. Back to the Raiders Jaguars game, however. I don't know who I would really pick here. I, this is a toss up, honestly. You know what? Fuck it. Give me a coin here. Let me let me get a quarter right quick. Oh, I should have a quarter in my wallet. Um. I think I have one, like, somewhere right here. Yep, I found it. I found a little fucking quarter here. Ugh, just find the fucking quarter here. You probably won't see it properly, but... Um, heads. Let's see. Um, heads is for the Raiders. Jaguars is tails. So, let's just see, um, where it goes. Let's just see. It's tails. It's tails. Do you see it? Okay, so therefore, I have the Jaguars winning the game. Okay, this is the power. You know what? I'm going to be doing this when there's 50-50 uh, splits. When I'm ever in doubt into picking which team is going to win, this is going to come in handy. So, Raiders-Jaguars is the first game that I have to use the damn coin to, to pick. So, you know what? Thank you, Quarter. I would hope to see you more often on the podcast. But um yeah, give me the Jaguars according to the according to the quarter, the Jaguars will get the spirit um and will take the win against the Raiders. So fuck it. All right, next we got the Seahawks. Takes us the first down. Nope, it's just short. All right, Seahawks versus the Cardinals. The Seahawks are 5 and 3 and the Cardinals are 3 and 5. Let's talk about the Cardinals right now. They've been very inconsistent. They've been pretty disappointing this year. They've been very inconsistent. I don't know what is going on with the damn Cardinals at the moment. They just have not been looking good. Like, Kyler Murray has a strong game in the maybe second, third quarter. Their defense kind of loses control. And then at some point in the fourth quarter, they come back, but they fail to come back. 
they play very sloppy. They can't play a full game with just consistent defense doing their thing and their offense just going and moving at a steady pace. It's always just inconsistency every, every game. You know, they can score 20 in one quarter and then they just get shut out and then the other team just gets like 28 points in another quarter and then defeats them just because they couldn't score again throughout the whole game. You know, like, it's just really weird how the Cardinals have been losing games. It's pretty inconsistent. But the Seahawks, however, they've been playing good. Like, Geno Smith, MVP candidate at the moment. The Seahawks have been clicking offensively. The run game with Kenneth Walker, the third. My God, he's been fucking incredible. I've de- People have declined. Two tra- I've been declined from two trades just to get this one man. And I'm still going to try to pursue this man. Um, pause. Uh, on fantasy. On fantasy. On fantasy. And it, it's it's just not it it has not worked in my favor at the moment. But you know what? Let's 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 see that if they could happen one day. Because I think my offense needs a little boost, especially since I have a shitty run game on my on my roster. I'll talk about fantasy in a minute. But yeah, give me the Seahawks here. The Cardinals just are way too inconsistent. I don't know if the Seahawks should even really struggle too much in this game. They're just the better team at the moment. They've been playing red hot, so Give me the card. Give me the Cardinals. Give me the Seahawks here. Speaking of two teams that should be playing fantastic, but have been playing pretty fucking miserable and depressing football, between the L.A. Rams, who just won a damn Super Bowl, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who just won the Super Bowl two years prior, um, or you know a year prior to the Rams winning it. So, what's going on? These are the last two teams to win a Super Bowl. Both of them look. Not even mediocre. They look shit. They look terrible. It's crazy to think that the Packers, the Rams, and the Buccaneers, three of the best teams in the NFC, literally last year, they all made it to the NFC Championship game, or NFC, the divisional rounds, and they are, they are just, they're just sucking ass. They, they, they just suck right now. Like, they plainly, they're not mid. They're just trash right now. They're 3-5. and five. The Buccaneers are 3-5, and five, and they've been literally bad. They've been terrible. And the Rams, they've been, they haven't been as miserable as the Buccaneers, but they still have not been playing great. Like, Matthew Stafford, he had that shoulder injury, and he's been playing, but he clearly has not been playing as well. He's, he, he's playing like he's washed up, but I know he's still got maybe a couple good more years, but he's just not been inconsistent. He's just been inconsistent. Cooper Cup is the only guy doing shit, and even with that, he's not the only guy doing something that he could possibly do. He's just trying his best to get something going, but clearly it's not enough, man. Um, and Tom Brady, the Buccaneers offense has been all over the place. They have good moments and they have bad moments. The defense, that Bucks defense and the O-line is just depleted and just playing like hot garbage. The Rams defense, I actually don't know where the Rams defense have been at so far this year. Don't know if they've been playing fantastic. They honestly, they haven't allowed that many points. But their offense has not been clicking that well that it kind of, you know, it kind of balances out in a really odd way. Just really doesn't show that the Rams have been just the consistent team or at least shown of what they've been last year. Just kind of putting in heart and spirit. Um, because, I mean, at some point last year, they didn't win a game in a single month. I believe it was like the month of October or November that they didn't win a single game. 
But here they are in January, they dominated, they won the damn Super Bowl against the Bengals, so that didn't really matter in the end of the day. Oh, this is a 54-yard kick for the Eagles. It is. Oh, it's fucking good. Oh, it is fucking good. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That was wide fucking right. Nine feet. Nine feet fucking right. <sighs> All right. Well, we're tied 14-14 at the half. At the half. At the half. I'm saying that on purpose. Um, Yeah. You know what? Give me the give me the fucking coin again. Give me the damn coin again. Buccaneers Rams. Who's winning this shit? Wait, let me let me set it up right. That was a shitty ass toss. Let me let me try that again. Let me this, that just didn't that didn't really flick as well. Let me just That went out of my bed. All right. Rams. Oh, I'm such a fucking dumbass. I didn't even call it. Okay, Rams is heads. And Buccaneers is tails. So I I got heads first, but I didn't call it, so that doesn't count. Alright, that's fair, right? Okay. This is this is it though. Ah, it's still heads. Okay, give me the Rams here winning against the Buccaneers. Thank you for coming in clutch once again. Okay, so yes, give me the Rams beating the Buccaneers. Alright. Sunday night football. Here we go. Between the Texans. The Tennessee, the Tennessee Texans. Yeah. Pretend I never said that. The Tennessee Titans going up against the Kansas City Chiefs. Give me the Kansas City Chiefs here. Look, the Titans offense is literally just Derrick Henry. If the Chiefs defense can control Derrick Henry, that's all they have to worry about. That's all they have to worry about. Derrick Henry is their mortal enemy. But if the Chiefs can control Derrick Henry, then it's a wrap. Their offense is going to just completely take over. You know, it's Patrick Mahomes. It's Travis Kelsey. It's Juju. Like, this offense is too fucking good. And without Derrick Henry being able to have a good game because of that defense being so damn strong, Titans have no fucking chance here. I Titans have no fucking chance here. Again, Derrick Henry must ball the fuck out. Must have a crazy game. And the defense must be shit for the Chiefs for the Titans to get some points on the board and be able to put up a fight against Kansas City. And they're playing at Arrowhead. So it's not going to be an easy game for the Titans. Yeah, I think this is probably like my lock of the week. Give me the Chiefs here. The Titans have not looked bad. They've looked good, but they're they're just getting carried by Derrick Henry, man. Let's be real, man. Like the other the rest of the team has not been up to par. And Derrick Henry has just been that guy. You know, and he hasn't had the craziest season like he has been having the last couple years, besides last year, obviously, due to his injury. But the years before that where he was getting two thousand yards and winning the and winning the rushing titles back to back, he hasn't been putting those type of numbers this season, but he's still the offense. So, yeah, if they could stop Derrick Henry, then maybe the Titans actually got a good chance at winning. But other than that, give me Kansas City to get the win here because, yep, shouldn't be much of a difficult pick here. Um, End of the fourth inning. Okay, so we go to the fifth inning. Astros are going to uh at the plate again. Oh, shit. All right, so this Texans-Eagles game is at halftime. And that this Phillies-Astros game is entering the fifth inning. So we're almost, we're pretty much halfway in both of these games already. Um, and we're about, what, like an hour and a half, two hours and a half from 
Drake's and Twenty One Savage new album coming out. Oh man, I'm super excited for that. I'll actually talk about it in a minute. Let me let me get over this Monday Night Football game and I'll talk about it real quick. Okay, Ravens Saints. Give me the Ravens. Bye. Thank you. All right, and let me talk about the album. Okay. So he dropped the track list a couple of hours ago. Um, let me just find it again. Um, on his story. On Drake's story. What the fuck? Mood at midnight. <laughs> what the fuck? Hey, yo. What is, I, I don't know if I could show this. Eh, you probably won't even see it clearly. Um, yeah. This is uh, Drake posting some hentai on his story. That's that's interesting. Okay. Okay, and 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 there's more. Oh, it, oh my fucking god! What the fuck, Drake? Nah, Drake is like the biggest fucking troll here. That's that's what they've been doing this entire fucking rollout. Just trolling. Literally just trolling after trolling after trolling. They did a fake promo they did a fake vogue cover they did a fake promo where they were doing like a tiny desk concert that was all fabricated and they did a fake um what was it uh howard howard stern interview where they were talking about like porn and shit and like what type of porn that he likes to watch and like what is like the best people to idolize like some random bullshit it was funny. It was entertaining and everything, but it's just complete troll. And then he dropped the cover art, which is the only thing that I kind of wished was a troll from the jump. But it looks like the album cover is 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 real. Is is real. It's it's real. Now, um, let me just show you the album cover to see if y'all fuck with it or not. I don't like it, but you know what? In the end of the day, if the album is fire, I could give two shits about the album cover. But this is the album cover. It's this woman um, right here. I have no idea who this woman is. Um, it just feels very random. It could add to it because, hey, the album, the album title is Her Loss. Maybe it's Her Loss. I don't know. You know, this has to fit in somehow, but I don't know. I, I don't know. Whatever. Like, this looks like a fucking mugshot. <laughs> this could look like a mugshot. Like, I, I don't I don't know. They're just missing the height thing in the background, but... And, you know, like, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. It just looks very, like... Like, for an album cover, it just looks very randomly placed, you know? Not saying she looks ugly or anything. That's why it's not a good cover. It just looks very out of place and so fucking random. But... If the album is fire, and if the context of the album is about her on the cover, then maybe, you know, maybe maybe it's not bad overall. And then they decided to drop the track list, which, you know, thank you, thank you. So six hours ago, they dropped the track list, um, and it's 16 tracks. So let me go over the 16 tracks. They haven't shown the features or anything. It's potentially hidden fe uh, hidden features, so hopefully we get, you know... Maybe Travis. I'll, I'll talk about the features in a minute. Just give me one second. So, um, 16 tracks. So, we got Rich Flex, Major um, Distribution on BS, Back Outside Boys, Privileged Rappers. Oh, shit. Privileged Rappers. I feel like he's going to be, like, spitting on that shit. Spin About You. That's a 21-inspired track. Hours in Silence, Treacherous Twins. 
okay, Circle Loco, Broke Boys, Middle of the Ocean, Pussy and Millions, <laughs> um, yeah, tw- tw- yeah, I could, that shit's gonna be a bagger, uh, Jumbotron shit poppin', what, Jumbotron shit poppin', that's very, that's kinda random, okay, more M's, 3am on Glenwood. This is probably going to be one of the best songs because we know Drake be spazzing and he just be rapping his ass off when he makes those uh, time, uh, those specific time um, in a specific uh, place songs like 5am in, um, in Toronto, 6pm in New York, 7pm uh, in uh, Calabasas. Like those songs where he just basically puts the damn date, the damn, the date, the time and the area and everything. Just, he's just gonna be spitting bars on that. Um, I guess it's fuck me. <laughs> okay, so very I like for example, Rich Flex on BS, Jumbotron shit popping. I guess it's fuck me. And maybe hours of silence, or maybe Treacherous Twins. Those sound like some toxic ass songs. Like, oh, I guess it's fuck me, because I'm assuming it's from an argument that they had. And, you know, the girls saying, fuck you, this and that, and that, you know. There's, look, let's be real. This album, it's going to have a lot of toxicity here. So, it would only make sense if Future is on the record, maybe? Is that too much to ask for? I mean, they did make a whole collab tape in 2015. So maybe Future could be on the album. I don't know. The fe- The features are still unknown. If there are any features... I mean, this should be features. I mean, it's 16 tracks, which you could say it's a little long for a collab album, but still, I'm excited for it. Uh, it's not nothing. It's not too much, in my opinion. It's not too little. I think six. I think 14 to 16 songs is like perfect. 12 to 16 songs on an album is like perfect. So anything more than that, like 18 or higher, I think it's a little. It's too much. But 12 to 16 is 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 perfect. So we're good. We're good. There could be maybe one or two misses. I'll be real. It could happen, right? But other than that, I think this album could still be one of the best of the year, man. This still has potential to be one of the best. I don't give a fuck about the album cover. It may not be amazing, but it is what it is. This fucking album better be crazy. This shit better be fucking crazy. Again, what is it with fucking Drake? Bro, Drake is just shit posting hentai on his stories right now. Oh my God! What anybody is like? Jesus Christ! I don't know if y'all could see it through the reflection. No, you can't see it on my through my glasses. Goodbye, my dear husband. And it's just this. Jesus Christ! Her how is she? By the how the hell is her back? Jesus. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna stop. I'm literally watching fucking hentai through Drake's stories. That's what I'm watching right now. That's actually kind of fucking sick. Um, <laughs> what the actual fuck? All right. Um, <sighs> Jesus, man. <clears throat> you you know what? We're just we're just gonna skip that. We're gonna skip that. Um, what else? What else is going on here? <sighs> features. Oh yeah, features. What do I think is gonna be on the album? At the end of the day, I do not give a fuck who's on the album. But if I had to make a prediction. Or predictions, uh, give me future, give me Travis, 
people been saying there's a J. Cole feature here, most likely. We'll see. That would be dope, but I don't know. Um, maybe the At The Gates song with Uzi. Nah, that, that's going to be on Pink Tape. If if the song with Uzi and Drake, it's probably going to be on Uzi's album. I don't think it would fit. The That could be this Her Lost project. It, it probably is not going to fit right with Uzi and everything. I don't know. But Uzi and 21 has collabed before, so it probably could fit right if 21 was on it. I don't know. Um, I do expect maybe one or two solo tracks from um from Twenty One and from Drake, kind of like what Future and Drake did with uh Thirty for Thirty Freestyle. Um, you know they did their own individual tracks and everything, so they could probably be one or two tracks that they just do on their own. Everything else though should be a blend of R and B, you know, cut samples, kind of like what we got from the snippet from the Jimmy Cooks video at the end. We're probably going to get that on the album. That shit sounds beautiful. That could be one of the best songs on the album. Just from hearing the little snippet itself. Should be magical. Um, and we're getting some Memphis rap, hopefully. Some Jimmy Cook, some sneaking type shit. If we just get a mix of Toxic Love through the R&B and through the Memphis rap, this is top three album of the year. I don't care. Top three, top five, top fucking one. I do not care. This will be all over my damn playlist, and I will be bumping the living fuck out of it that it'll probably catch up to everything else that I've listened to this entire year. It could catch up to Kendrick's album, to Bad Bunny's, to Sabrina's, to Beyonce's, to J.I.D.'s, to Joey's, all these, to Denzel's, to all these albums, it could catch up. So, yeah, but I'm excited. We're about two hours away. From this Drake album. I hope y'all are excited as well. I'm fucking amped up for it. I wish I was amped up to it, listening to it on my uh, my birthday. But you know. It is what it is. It already passed. Too, too, too late to be crying over that at this point. But you know. Thank you guys for watching. I'll be hopefully enjoying this album. And hopefully enjoying the Texans getting their ass smacked against the Eagles. And hopefully the Astros getting their ass handed to them against the Phillies. So hopefully I get to enjoy my night and sleep peacefully. Um, so yes, Drake, Phillies, and the uh, Eagles get the job done. And don't disappoint me or disappoint anybody else. Thank you. That's, for, that's everything for today's episode. Thank you guys for watching. See you guys in a bit. Take care and peace out, my friends.